thing, cause you know I really want it all. Vibe Show 97.9, home of the most exclusive guest on the planet. Listen, man, tonight we got an amazing guest joining us on the show tonight. I'm super excited. A lot of people have been hitting me up. Y'all already know whenever we put something up, it's definitely going to be exclusive. And I'm telling you right now, y'all are in for a major treat tonight so y'all make sure y'all keep it locked it's the vibe show Show 97.9. I'm your host, Kano the Don, the one and only the Vibe King. And tonight we have a special, special guest joining us on the show tonight. I'm super, super excited about this email. It's been going crazy. Y'all already know the vibe is always on the highest level. We got to keep those vibes up. Welcome to the show. Tonight we have a special guest. Like I said, I'm talking about crossover hip hop pop star content creator listen this queen right here is doing major things out here dropping nothing but bombs got the streets flamed up making so many moves and we're so proud of the one and only luna great let's get in here Hello, you guys are awesome we had to. We had to have you on here. I mean, like, listen, you're out here doing amazing things, and we we like to stay tapped in to the hottest, and you definitely wanted the hottest, so we definitely had to have you on the Vibe Show. Oh, thank you. I'm glad we found you. Internet's a wild place, isn't it? Yes, yes. Social media um, is is good for is good for a lot of things. I, I must admit. It is. How are you though? How are you? How you been? I'm great. I actually just uh, moved to New York City. So 
I was in Chicago um, and I'm here now. I've been here for like two months, so it's brand new to me, but I'm just very blessed because I've already made some great uh, networks with some great, amazing people. And there's nothing, you know, I, I love more than just meeting awesome people wherever, wherever I go, whatever I do, you know, it's all right. about the people. At the end of the day, it's about the people. So Absolutely. that's what I I totally agree with you on that. Now, surprisingly enough, from the shy, wow, we got to talk about that growing up, um, growing up in Chicago. You know, um, you know, it's 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 a lot. It's grassroots for a lot of dope artists and, and entertainers that um, came out of there, and, and and it's also a rough city. Let's talk about it you is. know what it was like for you growing up there. So I actually, you know, you know, I was born in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, my family is all from Chicago. So I would spend like summer times in Chicago with my cousins. Uh, I moved to Chicago when I was in my late teens. Um, and I was pretty much by myself at that point. You know, my dad settled down in Madison. He got a great job uh, working for a video. Well, he actually had his own uh, television station. Oh, so wow. I grew up on TV sets with him in Madison and would spend, you know, my summer times in Chicago. So for me, it was really most of my um, late teen through my young adult adult years that I really have been in Chicago, but basically all of my music career. Right. Um, you know, I was always a creative, always an entertainer, but really like my music career was completely created um, from out of Chicago. And that was always a plan too, because I knew um, in Madison where I was born, dreams were born there and then they would be put to rest because it was all a pipe dream to people there. Right. And, you know, me growing up on television sets, it just seemed normal to think about that being a real possibility. Um, you know, I had been acting since I was like eight, been in commercials, PSAs, all that good stuff. So my dad was a local celebrity. I, I always saw him on TV. He was always in the paper and in the news. And so, you know, when it got to be time for me to, you know, start performing as an artist, I remember being so scared. But at the same time, it was like, well, my dad does it. He, if my dad can do it, I can do it. So right, it, right. my apprehensions just kind of went out the window and it was like, this is what people do. They perform in front of others and they entertain people. And, you know, but Chicago is a really, um, doggy dog place. Um, so, you know, I lived there for what, nine years, um, peak prime important years of, especially of my music career. And, you know, it was really doggy dog. People are very competitive and I feel like we fight for less resources right. there. Um, less opportunity. And, you know, I think it, I think just in general, the, the feeling in Chicago reflects down to trickles down to a lot of things, even the way we drive, you know, the way that we are towards each other, you know, it's very uh, crabs in a barrel, um, right. which is why for me personally, I wanted to build my career there because I was like, if I can do this here, then I can be anywhere with it. And honestly, I don't think that there's, there's not one thing that you can say to me that I haven't already heard, you know what I mean? Good or bad. So that's that's like my superpowers. I really I'm, I'm here for the art and I'm here to spread my message and tell my story because I got to be real with you. I have a pretty, you know, twisting story that people don't expect when they know me. Um, a lot of it that I don't like to share sometimes, but it's like it's the kind of thing where it's like that. That's always been my medicine is to speak about those things and not let them bottle up and just hurt me from the inside. Once you get them out of you, they stop. They stop affecting you. Right. Uh, and that's how music came to be for me. You know, um, I think that it's great that you are, you know, 
not keeping those stories bottled up because I feel like that's a part of your testimony. It and, is. you know, somebody else may be going through that as well and seeing, you know, that you made it out can be yeah. hope and yeah. inspiration for that person um, as well. Mm -hmm. So I definitely um, commend you for not allowing, you know, your, your trials and tribulations to hinder you but yeah. only catapult you to want to move forward and grind even harder to make it out of that. So I definitely commend you on that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Let, me ask you, let me ask you this though, before you, um, before you go into that, because, you know, um, and I want to go back a little bit. I think that is dope that you actually grew up, you know, in entertainment, you know, yeah. um, via your father, which I thought that's absolutely, that's absolutely amazing and a blessing to um, being around it so yeah. young. Helped you, you know, kind of understand, you know, how things are going, how things, you know, work in the business because the business is not what everybody thinks it is all the time. You know what I mean? Can we talk about that a little bit? Um, just growing up, you know, around it so much and yeah. you know how did your father feel about you wanting to get in the business did he co-sign that or did he have some resentment towards it just on a protection phase as a father i love that question so much um so yeah um actually i will say my family they did not co-sign for me either one of them and um even to this day even to this day even i'm successful now but you gotta you gotta, you gotta remember it's not for them, it wasn't about, about me being success, successful or not. It was about not wanting me to be in such a judgmental environment where I'm receiving so much critique. I'm being put on such a pedestal to be addressed, to be potentially attacked, to be whatever it may be. And when you put yourself out there, you know, they didn't want that for me right. at, at the end of the day. It, we're, we're, beyond just being successful, of course, they're happy to hear that, you know, things are going great for me or going well for me. They're, they they love to hear it. But, um, you know, they just didn't see this being the person I was going to become. So that was a that was a long, uh, a long phase for, you know, them to accept. Um, I think they really didn't. I think they truly accepted it when my song Big Boys was on the charts. It was on the online streaming radio charts, top 200 airplay charts. And that was when they were like, oh, Okay, she kind of knows what she's doing more than we would have ever imagined. Because, you know, to yeah. them, even my dad. Now, my dad, to my mom, it was all a pipe dream anyways. And to my dad, it was just like, he didn't care as much. But, you know, my mom my mom kind of calls the shots. So he's just like, right. whatever he says. Um, but, you know, at this point, you know, they just, I, I'm, I'm just glad that we have a healthy relationship or somewhat healthy because, you know, through my childhood, and my um, teen years, things were very not healthy. It was very bad, very bad. So I'm just glad to be able to have, uh, you know, a somewhat normal relationship with my family at this point. You know, so it's like right. that's for me and for them, you know. Yeah. It's true that, that uh, you know, and, and that's that's what I want to hear, because, you know, relationships heal. And, you know, parents have um, a certain vision, you know, as parents um, to protect their kid. And, you know, with your father being in the business or whatever, seeing a lot of things for so many years being yeah. in the business and then his daughter wanting to um, take that path. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that that energy 
you know, when it came down to you wanting to be in the business came from a place of protection. Yeah. And I know I, and, and right. And they, they love me, you know, at the end of the day, my parents love me. And I, I know that's, that's that nothing anybody could ever, I know that, you know, so it's like, I know that it came from a place of love, whether it was, you know, always put out there the correct way, maybe, maybe not. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I love my family and, you know, we're not always going to have all the people we love in our lives. You know, that's how life is. Like, it's like, I have to appreciate my family while they're, while they're here in spite of whatever may have happened in the past. So that's where I stand with it. And if you guys see this, I love you. Right. Let me ask you this. Um, because to me, with you having a slight edge in a way with, um, you know, your dad, I'm more than sure being in the business for so many years, having connections, you could have took that route. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, if dad um, could have picked up the phone, made some calls, did, you know, did a bunch of things or whatever. But um, at what point did you feel in your heart that you wanted to take the route of um, being an artist, a hip hop artist, um, a pop hip hop slash um, pop artist, because I can't really put you in a, a bubble because I feel like you bring so many different elements to the game and your brand. Um, so, right. you know, at what point did you know that, hey, you know, this is the route that I want to take? That's another great question. Um, so that moment that I have a very, very specific moment when I knew that music was what I had to do. Um, you know, I was kind of messing up in life. You know, the typical, um, you know, thing that was expected of me, you know, from my family was, you know, go to college, graduate, get a job, get married, have kids. Classic, tra traditional, and it'd be also a beautiful thing um, right. for a lot of people. Um, and I wanted that too, but I, you know, I for me, it was, um, I was going through extremely, extremely deep uh, depressions. Um, and I was in college and I couldn't focus. My, my mind was not there. Um, my heart wasn't in it. And, um, I got, I fell on, fell on a lot of uh, wrong paths. And when I say wrong, I mean wrong. Um, just, you know, got involved with the wrong people, started doing the wrong things. Um, and I, I was a very negative, not negative person. I was a very lost person. I was very yeah. lost and I had no sense of faith in really anything except for my dreams um, in my music, but everything else, it just, life didn't really have value to me. So there was a moment when I was in college and I was extremely depressed. I was failing every class, okay? I was yeah. skipping every day. I was just, it was a very dark place for me and I just didn't want to live anymore. I just didn't want to do it anymore. And I remember um, having a revelation as I laid in my bunk at the dorms and it hit me like a pound of bricks. And I just realized in that moment, um, I started rapping in my bed. I started oh. rapping. I started like, you know, I used to write poetry and rap. So I started like writing poems and I was rapping them back to myself. And I, I looked up at the ceiling and I remember going, Oh my God. For the first time in a long time, I felt happiness. Right. And I knew that that was the only thing that was going to keep me going in this existence, in this life. That's how dark of a place I was, I was in. Um, so that was really the moment when I, I was failing every class. I was in college. Me and my family, I was like disowned at that time. <laughs> right. Like, and all I had, the only thing that was left was music. And I knew that that was the only way for me to go. So after that, whew, never looked back. 
Right. right. That is so dope. Mm -hmm. uh, fan question from Sunshine. She said, out of all of your songs uh, thus far, which one is the deepest for you and why? Whew. Oh, my gosh. OK, so this one, I don't think a lot of people are going to know about. Uh, actually, the first music video I ever dropped, this is several years ago. Um, it was called it's called Memory Lane. Mm. And I talk a lot a lot about my experience uh, when I was failing college and my family was and me were very toxic and I was, you know, in a very dark mental state and I was, you know, selling things I shouldn't have been selling that just stupid, stupid, stupid. And that song is all about that time. And that was, I love that song. Um, but that's probably the realest song I, I ever wrote because I was writing it from being in that position opposed to now, like I can write songs about that and think back about it right. and you'll still get some of that emotion and that, you know, feeling, but that was a song I wrote while it was currently happening. That was all I knew and all I had. So memory lane, uh, look it up on YouTube, memory lane by Luna gray. Uh, that's my deepest song out at the moment. I would say. Wow. So is, I guess, you know, with that being said, is it safe to say that um, you're more of a feeling writer? You you write from feeling and experiences. Um, would you say that or was uh, or was it at that time? Because several years ago, of course, the music was in a different space uh, sonically um, as well. And now, you know, being an artist, of course, you know, you you stay true to your roots. But then at the end of the day, you are an entertainer, which means that you're not just writing music just for yourself. You're writing music for the world. Yeah, that's very true for, for, for me. Um, it really is about the feeling. Um, I have to feel it. You know, when, when I listen to a beat, you know, the first thing I do is just maybe close my eyes and. I just think about how it makes me feel. It really all comes from my emotional state. And it's funny because, you know, for a long time, it was really hard to write happy music. Right. It was hard to write songs that were, you know, more poppy and more fun because I that just wasn't where I was. Um, you know, now um, I feel like that's usually where I go now. I go more towards the fun and happy and like feel good stuff because I feel great and I right. love life and I'm finally happy. I finally figured it out, you know, for me. And um, so, I, yeah, definitely an emotional thing for me. Every time I'm writing a song, it comes from an emotional state for sure. That I can feed off that like, like water. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Right. I think the perfect definition um, for you, because like I said, you know, with from the time that we've connected up into this point um, of actually doing the show right now, I had some time to actually, you know, dig into to your brand um, and check you out a little bit further, check your music out um, and a whole bunch of other things that you have going on uh, out of the music, which I think is, is great that you have um, multiple things going on and showing um, your creativity on so many different levels. So I think that the definition, you know, um, abstract artists, um, you know, I like that combining melodic raps and harmonies um, to make music for the old school. Now, I love that you did your research. It, I'm, I'm the vibe king. I have. To. <laughs> Good for you. 
let's I, I wanna I I really I, I never really heard it put that way, which really, really was a highlight for me and stood out. And I'd like for you to um elaborate on that for me for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, for me, you know, this I don't want to get too deep with this, but you know, I feel like, you know. There's so much, we live in such a matrix um, in the society. Everything that we know is what we've been taught, what we've been taught to believe. And, you know, I feel like um, from a young age, I felt like I, you know, had deja vu constantly in my youth. I felt like I would learn things and be like, oh, of course, I already knew this. But like, I really felt like I had already experienced certain things. And, you know, I like to speak to the part of people that, I like to speak to the pain in people and I like to relate to the dark side in, in people because I went through so much darkness in my life. Right. But, you know, my, my sound is very um, modern. It's very new. It's very new wave. It's very fresh in that extent. Right. But I, I, I like to make sure there's still depth in what I'm saying and there's meaning and value in my words that are going to last beyond whatever the current trend is, beyond 2021, beyond 2022. I want to make music that's still relates to infinite emotions and um, places that people can be in their mental state. I don't want it to just be restricted to frilly nonsense. And hey, I can have fun talking about, you know, mindless things. I can have I can have fun just shaking my head and not thinking. There's songs for that. There's a place for that. Absolutely. But you know, there there's a there's a there's a place for every song in the world. You know, every genre has its moment where it makes the most sense, you know? But I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be true to myself and I wouldn't be uh, true to my artistry if I didn't speak about deeper things when I felt uh, that 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 drive. Right. Let me ask you this: Do did you always think that? Well, or was that always the vision for you to to not put yourself in a certain genre of music, but to actually come into the game um, as a question mark? in a way to where you will have that freedom to be able to um, be a, a organic artist and not be trapped into the trap or, 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 you know, different lanes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think I've always been a question mark to people um, music or, or not. Um, I don't know. I think, I think people just, you know, they see, this goes for everybody, you know, you see somebody and, you, you assume something about them or who they must be or what their character is or what they've been through. And it's just not, you know, I, I think that, you know, the things that I've been through, it's just, it always catches people off guard. And right. when they talk to me and have a conversation with me, I don't, I think there's sometimes this like um, assumption that, you know, as a female, attractive female, people think I'm just probably, you know, maybe rude or selfish or not selfish, uh, self, um, just very um, high maintenance. Right. And, I'm just a pretty down to earth girl. I can't lie. You know, I, I, I smoke a lot of bud. I like to just like make good music and express myself through my art. It's like, it's not that complicated for people, but people tend to overcomplicate it. You know, they, they tend to think that there's some agenda beyond me just being who I am. And, you know, I think that after enough years, people finally realize like, Oh wait, we were looking for something that didn't exist. Like she's really just her. Like it's right. That's the beauty of it. But I think I always have been a question mark. And also, too, you know, sometimes people will hear my music and be like, this is you. Like she can really spit. Yeah. They're just, oh, my God. 
like you should you should see how it goes when I go to a party and people are like, she's a rapper, she's a rapper, she's a music artist. Let me hear something, let me hear something. Whether I and I'll put something on or I'll spit something, and they're just like, what? Like it just shocks people, you know? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, you know. Um I was I was quite that way too, because um, you know, either way it go, either way it go, we're gonna always unconsciously um and i hate to use the word uh, characterize a person mm -hmm. but um in all fairness we do do that um okay um she's a white artist mm -hmm. okay can she really spit you know what i mean but i've seen and i've seen something because like i said um i'm i'm, I'm a huge fan of yours now mm -hmm. and um I'm on your page and I'm always trying to keep up with what you have going on, basically just showing that unconscious support um, because I love your brand. Um, I love you as a person. I like everything that you're doing, but I saw something that was relentless. Like I was just like, yo, Luna really fearless, man. I saw you in a crowd. <laughs> that was a fun day. Just ripping it, tearing it down. I was just like, yo, she's going. And, and, and look, as I looked around, you know, I'm checking out the fake because I want to see expressions and see how people reacting to it. And I'm looking around and you had some people that was just like, you know, really, really in there with you. Then you had some people that was just had a face like they were just mind blown. Like they're like, yo, she's really what's like going on. Like, yeah, like, like I, I didn't expect that. Tell me about that moment. That moment? That yeah. I love those moments. I live for those moments because, you know, it, I, that was a, that was a really cool uh, place to be too. Because that was, um, you know, it, I just had, I had just got to New York City and then performed for a humongous crowd. So um, that moment it was very reassuring. But I can't lie to you. As soon as um, I was about to go up, I just couldn't wait. I was so excited because I already knew they were going to lose their minds. Right. So I was like, oh, they don't have, they have no idea what's coming. Right. Um. And I just love to feed off the audience. I love to feed off everybody, everybody who's there and get them excited. You know, I like to like just jump around and I can't help it when I'm feeling the music, they're feeling the music right. and, and I'm, and I'm always feeling it. It's my music. I'm always, like, I always am in the moment. Like, and that's the other thing too, when I'm performing, I like to let go. I just like to just focus on my song, focus on, focus on the song that I'm doing and, Everything else takes care of itself, you know. Whether you feed off the people or, or you, whatever, whatever you're doing, I just like to feed off them. Um, but they're feeding off me, so it's like a, it's like a mutual. It's a it's a relationship, you know, between the crowd and you. You're 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 both feeding off each other. Right. It felt great. It felt amazing. And you know, afterwards, so many people uh, showed so much respect, so so much love. Um, so yeah, it was a wonderful feeling. Is it safe to say? Um, is it safe to say that your past? And it's funny how that works. Um, those trials and tribulations, going back to those trials and tribulations and things that you went through in life that um, built built your character and built that inner strength. Is it safe to say that um, you 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 use that same energy? Um, 
within your music and whenever you're writing and and, and or performing um is it safe to say that you know it gives you that that fearlessness whenever you're um can just step out in front of any crowd just you know because a lot of people get you know butterflies or oh yeah get a little bit you know afraid in, in a way or whatever until they get out there and kind of just see how you know or if, if the crowd is vibing or whatever but you appear to me like the type that it don't matter if they vibing or not you vibe into your music and you just finna go and tear it down regardless oh yeah i mean that's certainly true um just in honesty i don't i don't i don't feel like i've ever ha had a bad show and i say that because people have always been receptive to me mm -hmm. um and you know i'm actually really like thankful um by how much people have been open to, to me and i know what I am to the industry and I know what I do and how it's different. And I know how it's surprising to people and considering um, how shocking I might be to some people. Um, I feel very grateful because I feel like people have, have been very um, accepting of what I do, but I think it's because they know it's real mm -hmm. and they can't, you can't fight that. You can't, you can't, the vibe doesn't lie. And I think that's why I'm, that's why I'm here. That's why I've got this far. If, if, if this was some fake, I'm not sure if I can swear, but if this was if it, if this was fake, and this was all an act, yeah, that's I, how you feel. Yeah, I would have been. It, this wouldn't have been here. It wouldn't have got to this point. Right. Um, I definitely agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with you on that, and and that is a part of um, a part of your success. Um, having that type of mindset, mm -hmm. um, I think that you know, sets you apart. Right. That type of um, mindset, amongst other things, like I said, with going through a lot of things as well, too, um, it does shape character. It does shape your mindset. Um, and you yourself know, um, as a female artist in this game, it could be a little bit tougher. Oh, yeah as well can we talk about um some of those trials and tribulations um being a female artist in a, a predominantly male dominated industry yeah i mean in regards to that you know i think a lot of people they just think especially like they see me they they, they a lot of people just see a pretty a pretty girl and they don't understand that there's so much that has that 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 goes into this it, it, it's funny how a lot of um men and people We'll say like, oh, like I'll, you know, in the past I would tell them I do music and they were so quick to shrug me off. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Good luck, sweetheart. You know, go, go back to, go, you know, go back to your, your day job or whatever, you know, whatever. And I was like, it fed me. It fed me because it was like, dude, I'm not doing this for anything other than my own survival is right. how it felt. I was so lost. I was homeless. I had to relearn how to walk. I mean, really? these are Luna Gray exclusive tidbits, my friend. I went through some very, very serious stuff. And, you know, for, for, for some of this, you know, my family wasn't even there for me. I mean, I was homeless and I was relearning to walk at the same time. It doesn't even make sense. And the thing is, wow. you know, the, there was a point where I, I was half paralyzed and really? the doctors told me, we don't know if you'll ever walk again. Now, can we pause right there for a minute? Because, and, 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 by all means, you don't have to talk about that. But hearing you say that more than once, um, you know, I would like to know 
you know, what happened, because I think that this is a remarkable story that, you know, you are walking, you are functioning. Can what happened? Um, well, you know, it was a medical uh, condition that I was going through at the time. And um, it actually was deeper than just that, the walking thing. There were several things that happened. I lost my sense of touch for several months from like half my body. I couldn't feel touch. Could not wow. touch. There was a period where I was bed bound because I couldn't see. My eyes were blurred out to the point where I was blind. Like all these things were things I went through. And that is why I, I think that's really what my true fire is, is like, okay. So when I, when, when I was in the hospital bed trying to relearn how to walk, right. I didn't have anybody to look. And I, I was still rapping back then. I still had these dreams back then. Now I hadn't accepted it as my future yet. That happened later in college. Okay. But, in those moments, I would sit there and I would think I would have no hope because the doctors would tell me one thing and all I knew was what they told me. I, there was no girl, no female artist to look up to that had been through what I had been through. I didn't know anybody that I could look up to as a role, mo a role model. I didn't know any bad ass females who had overcame something like that. So right. to me, I felt like such like a misfit. I felt like I was just an example of a life gone wrong for so many years because I didn't know if I would be healthy again. I didn't know. And I think later in, the, in my career when people would question things and say, oh, well, what do you know? What do I know? I know I can do anything. Right. And I know that I'm a real person who's been through, who's been through extremely real stuff. And I know I have a message and a story and I know people need to hear it because I'm telling you right now, if I, if Luna Gray would have existed when I was in the hospital bed, everything would have been different. Right. But I saw like, so I, I became what was missing um, for me and I'm still becoming that still. And, you know, at, at, a, at a different point in my career, I am certainly going to speak about this much deeper in a lot more detail. And I'm going to make sure that I am a role model for young girls and young, young people around the country that have been through serious medical, medical stuff and didn't have hope. Um, and I, I, I'm just being honest. Like, I just, I never, there was nobody like me that I, I thought that was still a pretty young girl with all these dreams, but was in a wheelchair mm. and was fighting for her. I, you know, I just didn't. And, 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 and now, now I'm grown and I, you see it a lot more on social media at that time. I didn't even know there was people like me at all anywhere. Right. And I became what I felt like I needed. Um, so that's what I'm becoming now. And I, and, and, and that's, that's way beyond the music. There's humongous purpose in, in my life, including purpose alongside music, but there's bigger messages as well. Um, so I can't wait to get to the point where I really have that platform where uh -huh. people want to listen and are ready to listen to that, that part of me. Wow. You know, um, that's deep, mm -hmm. you know, carrying that torch and 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 because we you know we need that more you know let me ask you this as you know because your style your style is different i feel like you're in your own lane mm -hmm. how important is it to you um to be um that light of representation for the younger girls because you know online we see so much and and you know i'm not knocking anybody for um creating a way for their families or whatever the case may be or whatever. But 
I do feel like, um, you know, having having good good women, good queen role models for these younger girls. I just feel like we're at a vital point in in life right now to where people are these young girls are patenting themselves or looking up to um, not a lot, not not a lot of role models that's out in the forefront. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I just would love to get your opinion on um, the shaping and in, in, in the direction that it is going as far as um, our, our our women um, artists that's out there in the front. It just yeah. seems like it's all, you know, angry rapping women. Um, you know, bitch, this. Uh, you know, get your money. Um, FM. You know, woo woo woo. This that, and the other or whatever. And we have some good role models out there as well. But in the space that you're in and the level that you're on right now, I would love to get your thoughts and opinion on that. So, you know, I think a lot of that energy that you're talking about, I know what you mean. I know, um, you know, a lot of the female rappers that are, uh, you know, popping right now, it is it is a lot of just like, fuck him. We don't need him. Get the bag. And, right, right. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I, you know, now that's not necessarily my lane. I can go there, but the thing I think I think a lot of that comes from um, women being kind of suppressed in in the rap uh, scene for so long. Right. Not to say there's resentment built, but it's kind of like we're kind of it's kind of like we're switching the tables, though. We're turning the tables because nothing, nothing that women are saying now hasn't been said by men before, but it's just opposite now. So I feel like in a way. It's, it, I feel like in a way it's, it's women, we're taking our power back and, or we're, we're, we're taking, you know, we're, we're taking, taking our power back, you know, as, as, as equals. And obviously this is such a time in society where there are so many things that we are, we're, we're figuring out as a society that that's right and wrong. We're, we're trying to figure it all out right now. And I think, um, you know, female artists uh, taking, taking over the way they are right now just has, has a lot to say about where um, the future is going because we're all being seen um, finally as equals and women are finally um, getting that platform and being respected and seen for their skills in rap or hip hop or music in general. So, um, hey, I love me some bad bitches, you know? It's like, I love me some female rappers. Um, so more power to them. Like I said, it's not really my lane because um, now I'll make a song about, you know, being a bad bitch, but... I, I don't like to floss as much as I do. Just like to kind of just speak on how I'm feeling. I'm more of a, about my feelings and emotions and my story than I am like, look at my wit. Look at my this. Look at my that. Right. And if I go there, don't judge me because, you know, there's a time and a place for everything, you know? Facts. Facts. And and again, although, again, for my listeners. There's I'm, a bigger picture. There's a bigger picture than that, though. Much bigger. It definitely is. It definitely is. And, and again, for my listeners, I'm not knocking um, I'm not knocking that wave. You know what I mean? Like I, I just I always like to um, to hear, especially when I get the opportunity to speak to um, female artists in the game. I always like to to um, because everybody, everybody thinks different. Everybody may, you know, view it different or whatever. And I'm not knocking it um, at the same time. I just like balance. Right. You know what I mean? I, I like balance and um, I just feel like we just need to balance it all out because like, you know, again, like you said, you know, 
it uh, you know this type of music has always been around Right, it's, it's, that's always, true. it's always it's always been around. Lil Kim, um, Foxy Brown, you can go all the way back. It's it's always been around, and that's true. That's it true. It's been a culture shift, you know. So I'm not knocking the Cardi B's and Meg Stallions and all that stuff or whatever. I'm I'm definitely not knocking that. Um, like I said, I'm I'm just looking for because I just I think that it and um. You know, I would like to see some balance. I would like to see a dope female artist come in the game and 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 just you know be on be on some other stuff other than you know, fucking and get the bag and and, right. and this that and the other and bad bitch yeah. this and bad bitch that and you know I, I just want to see some balance um, because I feel like okay we got a lot of that. What's the next thing? Who's finna be the the you, you, you know you know what I'm saying? Who's finna push you know something different? Right. I feel that, and I feel like um, yeah. I feel I feel like history always kind of repeats itself, and everything goes through phases. Right. And right. I feel like you know the way that society is shifting, and especially like with everything, how everything's changing with COVID and all these things, we're kind of all in this empowerment mode where we're like all fighting to like be you know whatever we think we 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 need to be and i think you know in in the well hopefully i'll be a big part of that but in the future you know i I feel like a lot of that is going to kind of slowly kind of you know the that's how it always is you know it's like everything comes in waves right and i feel like um that wave is gonna slowly kind of pan out and the real is going to come back in more it's going to be more authentic soon sooner than later um I hope it's hard to know because now everything, all this technology, there's so many robots and everything's artificial, but I think, um, you know, the real is always going to outlast the fake. So Mm -hmm. now you're a huge, um, cannabis advocate, um, and congratulations for, you know, you having, um, you having your own big boy king size rolling papers, like amazing things. Um, oh yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Y'all see it right there. Congratulations yeah. on that. Um, let's talk about, um, you know, because, you know, cannabis has always been a part of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, what, you know, what was the the motivation for you wanting to um, become an advocate and, um, you know, and, and turn it into a brand and business and, and incorporate that all within um, your hip hop structure? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, so there's a couple of reasons I would say for that. Um, for one, um, when I was going through my trials and tribulations and was, you know, at that point where I just didn't really have, I didn't want to live, um, you know, cannabis really did get me through. Um, it truly got me through. Not to say that should be a crutch for you or anybody, but for me, it was the healthiest coping mechanism I had. Let's put it like that. Um, and so, so, you know, so it always stuck with me. It was a big thing for me. Um, and later... Um, with my medical illnesses um, and being in the hospital, cannabis was a very, very big crutch for me and helped me get through all of my pain. Um, there was a period where I had to take a certain medication where I had to inject myself um, every day. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. And the amount of pain I would go through after those injections, I would crawl up in the fetal position and I couldn't like get out of bed. The pain was so bad. Um and the only thing that helped me was a live resin cartridge, which is cannabis. Um, yeah. It's the purest form of cannabis. It's made from distillate, 
And I would, t- I would lie. I'm telling you, I was lying in bed in the fetal position every day after I would take that shot and it would, until it finally would wean away. And one day I just took a, you know, whatever cartridge I had hit it. And I realized, Oh my God, like my body like uncurled. And I felt like I could be a person again. Right. And that is what cannabis showed me. Um, you know, years ago. And I, and and that was even after I had used it as my, you know, psychological, you know, it helped me cope psychologically, um, just by feeling like I didn't have to be as emotionally invested in my feelings as I was. Mm -hmm. Um, it allowed me to kind of separate myself from them and be in my power. But later when I had immense, uh, terrible pain that was beyond, you know, what the doctors could handle, cannabis was my solution and it was my it was my my cure um now music also was always my cure for my psychological for the the psychological aspect music was the cure but for the physical pain it was really cannabis um so i'm a very big advocate and i'm so happy that you know the, the world is starting to open up to this i'm so thankful that we're at this point in society um, another thing, this is, this is also deep. It's in the same similar realm. I do speak about this also sometimes, but I also do see a similar future for psychedelic mushrooms and yeah. psychedelics. Um, when it comes to healing, when it comes to healing, um, and that's just in all honesty, based on the patterns I saw with cannabis and how things progressed right. and where they are now, I'm seeing a similar thing happening with, uh, you know, things like mushrooms, which are plant medicine are, are natural and are being decriminalized all across the country as we speak. Um, you know, I, I, I was in meetup groups um, years ago, before weed was, this is like six years ago, I used to go to meetup groups. Um, and the meetup groups were for psychologists for psychedelics. And in these meetup groups, it would be like the top neurologists, the top psychologists, the top doctors around. And I was the only person there that was like... <laughs> Just uh, seeing what's going on, you know, and right. everybody out there is like there with their clipboards and like they're like t- they're showing their medical studies and stats. And and I'm just there like just a casual, uh, curious consumer, uh, you know, <laughs> just as somebody that, you know, was into the, um, the 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 mind expansion that I would experience with it. And, you know, now I do. This is this. This is a big thing to say, but I do believe that. Um, to a degree, um, psychedelics did help me with my condition that I was dealing with as well. Right. And the neuro, the, there's something called neurogenesis um, that happens with some of those substances, and it is um, known to increase brain synapses and can help grow certain parts of it and heal certain things even. So I do believe that that had a big part of my healing as well. So... That, I'll talk about that more in the future as things open up to that, but that is something that I do stand behind. Cannabis um, is very, very near and dear to me. Also, I am wearing um, some pieces from, from Acapulco Gold Co. It's a jewelry line, and they have cannabis-related jewelry, very affordable and very nice quality. I have these earrings here. Oh, um, so, yeah, isn't that nice? So you guys can check them out. It's Acapulco Gold Co., um, so I'm actually working with them right now. Um, but yes, so cannabis is very important to me. I also did build, um, multi- uh, two, de- two delivery services, uh, for cannabis online orders in, uh, two different cities. 
and you know was in charge of all of that so that is that is something i'm still um involved in man that's dope now you know you 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 also are um a partner of the uh foodie tv um which is a, uh it's a global media network let's talk about how that opportunity came along yeah well that one's actually kind of that one's pretty near and dear to me um you know, I actually, um, I was reached, uh, Foodie TV reached out to me and said that they wanted to work with me on some projects. Um, and they're, you know, they're Foodie TV, they're on Roku, I believe, and everything is food related. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, I asked them, I said, well, look, I, I'm in cannabis. I do cannabis. So is there any way that I could make this cannabis themed and, you know, kind of be reviewing and talk about talking about weed edibles and things like that. And they said, you know what? Yeah, we'll do that. I was the first person I believe they did that with. Wow. So I kind of started delving into the um, edible cannabis realm of food with them. It started off where I was just uh, doing lunches, lunch with Luna. And right. I would do these quirky, I still do do those as well. And they're, they're quirky videos where I'm just like buying some of my favorite munchies or some of my favorite food in general. And I just scarf it down and talk about it. And it's pretty fun. You know, it's pretty entertaining. Um, and now I also do lots of different, um, weed reviews on, on cannabis products, edibles, um, and, and beyond. So that's, uh, that, that started, that started with, um, yeah, they, they, they reached out to me and they wanted to give me a, a, sh a show on their channel. Man, that that's amazing right there. Yeah. You know, these opportunities that are opening up, which only furthermore, um, shows that you're heading in the right direction with your brand and people are receiving everything that you have to offer very well. So congratulations on um, all of that. Now um, you got, you got, you got a new single out um, lost time, which I think is just dope. Thank you. Yeah. I, I love to hear yeah. that. I just think that is dope. Let's talk about that, though, because um, I think that it's a deep message um, within this subject title. Um, not only that, but um, the subject within. Let's mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit. What what brought on that whole inspiration um, with that title? Did it start with the title or you had the song uh, or the track or let's let's talk about that whole um, process of the way that you put that together? Yeah, that one was actually a fun one. That one, that's one of those songs that, you know, I, I think I think they played the beat three times. And by the third time, the song was already written. Um, I wrote that one in the studio. Um, you know, usually I usually I would prefer to go to the studio with my songs already written. Right. Just to save time, you know, just to make it, you know, save time on everybody's watch. But, um, you know, that day it was like they were just playing beats and... I connected with the beat and I just three takes, you know, the, the beat went loops three times. And by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, this is it guys. This is uh, we're on the mic. You know, it was one of those um, because I was just in that place, but that song. Um, so it's called lost time. And it was relating to like, you know, more of like a relationship kind of thing. Um, it was kind of a mix of two different situations. Right. Um, but, but the thing is, is that, you know, the lost time concept is actually pretty deep for me too, because the reason that I made a song about, you know, I don't want to waste your time, baby, don't waste my time. Like it's, it's about don't waste my time. Uh. And the reason that I think I, 
the reason that I feel like that is because, you know, not to bring it back to this again, but when I was um, sick, I felt like I was racing against the clock and I would, I would get healthy. And when I was healthy, it was like, run, 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 run. Oh my God, go, go, go. Because I don't know when I'll be sick again. That's how my condition was. So when I would get sick, I'd just be stuck. I'd be, I'd be really, I'd be in the hospital. I'd be in the hospital bed. I would be out of commission. And then I would get healthy again. And it was like, run, 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 run. So I always felt like, you know, everything was just like a ticking clock and I didn't have any time to waste. So when I say don't waste my time, that comes from a very deep place for me. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Now, we have uh, a fan question, Sunshine. Um, she said she has to ask this with you being an advocate. Um, do you prefer um, oil or joint? I love that question. Um, well, it's hard for me not to say joint because I do have rolling papers, but I will say that um, I think I'm more into oil at this point for a couple of reasons. One, um, it preserves, you, you can stretch it so far. I mean, right. for what you're paying for a cartridge, um, or even if it's like a dab or something, but if what you're paying for a cartridge, you get your money's worth way more than flowers. That's my opinion. I think right. a lot of people in cannabis would agree with that. Um, also, um, it can be a bit more potent because, you know, the distillates are a more pure form of THC. So it's a little bit heavy, more heavy hitting. Uh -huh. And um, also, it's a little easier on your lungs. So uh -huh. there's a, that's a few reasons why, you know, I do prefer distillates. But that's, that's, that's just from like a logical standpoint. My true preference is I like joints. Like right. on a day-to-day -day basis, if I'm with my friends and it's like, want to smoke? It's like, yeah, we're going to roll up. It has, it has a great social aspect to it to have right. a joint pass it around. Obviously COVID things are a little different with some of that, but you know, um, get one rolled up, pass it to your friends. Like I love the social aspect of it. And I love to do some, my smoke tricks and you know, there's reasons why I, I you can still do tricks with vapes, but it's, yeah, it's, it can be harder. So yes. So I would say, um, dabs and oils for the you know for the high itself but joints and papers for the experience and the social right I social um congratulations um on big boys um top global airplay charts and the indie charts um that right there that that was the big boys is hard I, I, big boys is hard i'm not gonna lie that that's a hard joint right there um, I, I love it and uh, it kind of got that it, you know that workout vibe to it too where you can work out to it and and now fan question you know they want to know the concept behind big boys because you could go all different types of ways with that concept of you yeah. know big boys um but we're going to hear it from you yeah i mean that song is really about um you know it was really about my experience in the cannabis industry. I mean, nothing I said in that song wasn't the truth. I mean, I had been, I, I was in the can, the industry for quite a while and obviously the times were different and things were different the way that things, um, the way that things happened. But, um, yeah, that song was really about me just kind of taking that step out from the normal society and deciding to follow cannabis. And, you know, I bartended for a little bit, but I was like, I don't want to bartend. I want to bud tend. I want to be in cannabis because I had such a passion for the plant itself. And 
you know, that was really what um, my passion for the plant itself is really the reason that I ended up getting into cannabis. I mean, I was such a connoisseur at such a young age. I didn't even realize it. You know, when I would smoke a strain, every time I'd be like, I pick up from my dealer or whatever, I'd be like, okay, what strain is this? They'd be like, I don't know. I'm like, come on, man. I got, I want to know what it is. Indica, sativa, hybrid, or is it, what is it? What's going on? And, um, you know, I actually, what I used to always do, I was like, so, uh, I was so neurotic about it. Every time that I would pick up from, from a dealer, I would, there was an app on my phone and the app, uh, you it would have all these different flowers and all these different strains and it would have a big picture of them. And right. it, would, it would say that the, the, the taste and it would say uh, how the strains looked and like all that. And I would take it home and I would look at it and examine it and compare it to all the pictures on the app. And I'd be like, Oh no, this one isn't hairy enough. So it can't be that one. Ooh, this is, this is, this is, this is a dream. No, it can't be because this, no, this one isn't, this one is more of a body high. So it can't right. be sativa like that no this must be so i was so into that aspect of it that it was really really natural for me to uh step deeper into it um over the years and then i end up meeting some people that you know also had a similar vision to me with it and they also saw the same trajectory for the plant that i did so at that point i said you know what let's go and i took that jump and i you know and i'm, I'm, I'm at where i'm at now with it Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this um, fan question. They want to know um, to get the rolling papers. Um, they can get that at your website, correct? Mm -hmm. You guys can get it at um, www.thelunagrade.com. You can get, can we get those rolling papers up again? She got yes. her own rolling papers, y'all, right there. Big the boy. Big and I do have these in one and a quarter inch as well. These are the, these are the king size, 100% hemp. And they smoke really nice. They roll nice. They burn nice. I can't lie to you. Try them for yourself if you don't believe me, because they're they're actually pretty darn affordable, and they smoke great. So check it out. Right. Let's do some quick shout outs before we wrap up. Let's do some shout outs to uh, anybody that uh, your staff, your crew, family, uh, fans, anybody that you want to shout out right now. Give them their flowers. Let's go ahead on and flower them up. Um. Yeah. I want to give a big shout out to my manager and also one of my best friends her name is angel um she has been with me for four or five years and you know she is such a big part of helping me become helping take my vision and see it as a brand and see it as a true um you know as a true um, uh, she helped me step into the entity that i am today so i'm so thankful for her for everything that she's done for me as my manager. Um, also to my best friend, her name is Kayla, and she has seen every single thing. She saw every single thing I went through, and she saw all of my, I knew, I knew her since I was eight years old, and she, wow. she's truly my human uh, scrapbook. She's my, she's my walking journal. She knows everything about me. She, she remembers when I was, you know, 14, rap forcing her to listen to my raps i used to force this girl to beatbox for me oh you know, my god <laughs> i used to force her to beatbox for me so i could rap for her we need that footage i wish it was existed maybe we'll find yeah, I'm right. footage out there or something <laughs> that is so that is so amazing um mm -hmm. now 
I know you got some uh, future projects and things coming up or whatever. Can we? Uh, can you plug us in? What is it? Anything that you can you can tell us about that you got yes. coming up that we can look forward to? Yes. So actually, the costume I'm wearing right now. This is actually a costume, and this actually is a very big hint towards my next single that I'm dropping. Uh-oh. So this is actually um. So for those who have seen Pokemon, I am currently dressed as Ash Ketchum who is the star, other than Pikachu, this is Pichu, this is not Pikachu, but very close. Um, the song, this is a little hint for you guys, the okay. song is related to this, whatever this is, you guys gotta figure it out. But that song is dropping on September 3rd, and I will be announcing that for you guys very soon. Absolutely, look, I'm, I'm I'm excited about this now because um, we de- like I said we definitely uh, want to be plugged in and whenever you get ready to do the rollout uh, we definitely would like to be a part of helping um, in any type of way that we can help with that promotion push for you uh, to take this to a whole nother level. I love that. Now um, we got to talk about this before we wrap up and get out of here because it is a lot going on in the world. Um, I just would like to get your take on. Um, COVID and ways that you um, have been being safe um, with trying to sustain a brand within um, being able to move around, but in a different way now. Yeah. Um, you know, there, you know, one thing I'll say about COVID is when it first hit, um, it actually, uh, you know, it kind of, it forced all of us, but it forced me to look at the back end of what I was doing. And right. I started focusing on more of the, um, marketing and the branding and the you know analytical side of what it is to be a music artist. So um, you know, I, I still I still am like I still try to wear my mask everywhere I go. I, I feel like I'm that person because most people kind of take them off nowadays. But I try and keep it on just you know for respect of others. And um, you know, you have to keep moving. There's so many different ways that you can stay productive even if you have to lay low, even if you feel more comfortable laying low. Um, so really it's been lots of planning and plotting things out that right. has allowed me to keep making huge strides beyond going out and showing face all the time. Uh, you know, it's cool. about, yeah, it's like keeping a small team and keeping a, a, a specific vision. You don't have to be around all these people all the time to do that. When I'm on stage, it's usually just me on stage, right? right? When I performed the other day, there were lots of people around, but, you know, sometimes you got to take that chance if that's what, you know, that's what I felt comfortable with. So, but at the end of the day, um, you just got to keep moving. Uh, you got to keep finding ways to perform this. There are lots of online things to do, just like us right now. This is an online um, interview. So, yeah, just keep hustling, keep finding, keep thinking outside of the box. And you're going to find a bunch of ways to keep growing and expanding um, without even having to be around people. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and for anybody that that may be uh, with so much going on in the world at one time, um, just it's just so much. And a lot of people are in um, a bad mental state right now. A lot of artists um, depressed. Uh, a lot of people lost a lot of loved ones. Um, just for anybody that may be in a, a low mental space right now. Can you leave them with some words of uplift and encouragement? Yeah. um, Everything happens for a reason. And I say that with so much passion behind that. Um, You know, who would have thought when when I was, you know, relearning to walk when I was paralyzed, 
do you think I would have never seen the light on the other side, but just because you can't see the light on the other side doesn't mean the light isn't there. You have to persevere. You have to stay focused on, on your happiness and you have to trust that whatever you pursue with all of your heart, as long as you keep making steps towards that, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. Um, and that was another thing too. I remember one of the first things that made me want to pursue music was I remember having a conversation with somebody and thinking like music was like me walking from Chicago to Cali. And I'm like, look, let's put it like that. It's, a, it's, a, it's an analogy. I can, I can walk there. It's going to take a long time, right. but if I keep walking towards Cali, I will get there. Absolutely. But if I hop on a bus or I get a bike or I hop on a plane, I can expedite it. I can make it quicker. Maybe I'll hitchhike for a couple of miles and make a big leap. Right. But even when I'm not on a bus or a boat or a train or a plane, I can still keep taking those little baby steps and I'm still on my way. So don't forget that the little things can become the big things. Mm. As long as you're doing at least one, two, three, ten things, it doesn't matter. As long as you're taking a step towards your goal, you're, you're, you're actively working towards your goal. And just the more effort you put in, the quicker it's going to come. But it's always going to happen. As long as you keep your head on straight and keep your eyes focused, it's going to happen. Mm. Yes. Luna, I, I, I got to thank you um, so much for this amazing opportunity. Thank you for coming on and taking time out of your busy schedule to vibe out with us. Thank you for blessing the show with your grace. Thank you so much for your words of encouragement. And for me and the Vibe team, um, we want to wish you more blessings and more success with everything that you're doing right now and everything that you're going to be doing in the future. We are behind you 1,000% for real. Now, you know, you know, once you do the Vibe show, you know you are part of the Vibe family now. So you know that you can come back on here anytime that you want to come back on here. You just holler at me and let me know what you want to do, and we're going to make it pop for you. I love that. I will definitely be with you guys very soon, and this is just the beginning. So thank you so much for getting in tune with me right now. You're a real one. You guys are awesome, and I will see you guys in the future, most certainly. Absolutely. Shout out to um, everybody that was on the live show. My special guest, so much love. Shout out to, um, we got to give a big shout out to Sunshine for showing so much love. She's a huge fan of yours. Uh, thank you so much, Sunshine, for vibing out and showing um, Luna so much love. Yeah. Definitely appreciate that. Everybody, y'all make sure. Let's put those social platforms out there in ways that people can um, connect with you, Luna, and also um, get connected with the music if they want to work or need features or want to collab in any type of way. Let's put that information out there for them and plug them up. For sure. So you can follow me everywhere at the Luna Gray, T-H-E. L-U-N-A-G-R-E-Y. Um, all handles, that's where you can find me. Also, Luna Gray on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, iTunes, all that good stuff. Search Luna Gray, uh, Gray with the letter E. Uh, also, feel free to Google me. You can just Google me and you'll find it all. Um, and please get yourself a pack of Big Boys Rolling Papers. They are smoking so great. And you can find them on thelunagray.com right there. Bam. Absolutely. We got it on the screen for y'all. Y'all make sure y'all jot that down real quick. Um, that's www.thelunagray.com.
Com. Y'all make sure y'all get y'all a pack of those rolling papers. All my smokers out there, man. Y'all make sure y'all get connected. Go visit the website. She got things over there, man. It's dope. Y'all make sure y'all get connected. Listen, y'all. Y'all make sure that y'all continue to stay safe out there. We appreciate y'all so much. Um, also, y'all make sure that y'all, if you're not subscribed, y'all make sure y'all subscribe to the Vibe Show 97.9. Right now, hit that subscribe button. Turn on those notifications for more exclusive interviews right now. If y'all want to hear Luna single right now, lost time, y'all make sure that y'all log on to the Vibe Show 97.9.net to hear that exclusive single y'all request it y'all run it up for it's the one and only luna gray it's the vibe show 97.9 we love y'all y'all make sure that y'all stay safe while y'all moving around out there that covid is real love life live life i'm kano the don it's the vibe show 97.9 me and luna we out of here